Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Good morning. Welcome to the Weekly Roundtable. C-SPAN here. We don't do featurettes, but if we did, this would be our single featurette for the week. Uh, F3 Tenure is out there. The price goes up at the end of the month. I'm encouraging you to sign up. And then I also do one other piece of encouragement. That is, um, all you knuckleheads out there, if you haven't at least offered your M a beach trip on either the front side or the back side, of that weekend I, in January, uh, be a cheap, uh, inexpensive weekend to uh, be with your M and be with the guys over the weekend and then uh, figure that out. So, and then we're going to jump right into today's topic. And it's one of our kind of annual topics, but I, uh, this is one that's important to me. It's uh, impacted me recently. And so, um, I know there's a lot of guys going through this. So let's start with the easy stuff first. Posse, who EH'd you? How long have you been doing F3? Thanks a bunch, C-SPAN. So this month actually marks five years for me with F3. And my name kind of describes how many people it took to EH me. So it started off with uh, our good common friend, Santini. Started off the, the fight, and I was had no intention of driving 45 minutes for a 5.30 a.m. workout. But I did read the entire Exicon and the entire website once he uh, told me about that. So that was impressive. So then once, we, once I moved into uh, a neighborhood where there was about four or five other guys that were doing F3, it took that entire neighborhood to, to bring me out for the first time. So I got lots of people to, uh, to give credit for. So Santini, Transporter, uh, a couple other guys, um, Armadillo and um, Kevorkian, so lots of guys. Yeah, and I was going to say it took a posse, but obviously, um, 
you know, once you got here, congratulations on five years, and you're the high, you're the kind of high impact man. That's why everybody was inviting him because they knew um, you'd be a good fit once you got here. So it's great to have you for five years. That's a that's a good accomplishment. Thanks. Shout out to all those guys who uh, stayed diligent and stayed on stayed on you to get you out. Also, and I was uh, kind of joking on our as I was introducing you. You and I have done this. Uh, I was going to say you've been a roundtable guest three or four times because it seems like we get to this point every year. And I start getting all these messages from guys. This year's a little bit different uh, just because of the timing, but I start getting all these messages towards the end of summer, when school is beginning, um, where guys start talking about mammon. And um, I will tell you that most guys start reaching out when they realize there's a problem. And so this year's a little bit different. Um, I'll encourage the Podpaxers, if you haven't went back, Go back in the archives, uh, look up F3 Posse. His, uh, all his podcasts are still in this channel. Go back in there and listen to them. There's some great um, – I mean, a lot of it sounds like, you know, in the beginning we were doing very simple stuff like how to set up LinkedIn, that kind of thing, and how to get your network going. These are really good chunks of advice. Um, I mean, they're timeless kind of pieces that we did that they are back there in the archives. So make sure you go and check those out. But I'm going to hand that back to you because I know you've been uh, – been getting approached also about uh, kind of just the state of things, and so I'll, I'll hand it to you. Maybe you can give us a, uh, you know, a little bit of. I, I, I know there's a bunch of things because you you present it much more eloquently than I do <laughs> about the mammon, the ego, all that, how it all uh, rides together. Sure thing. So yeah, in fact, I'm experiencing some unemployment myself right now. I I just happen to be uh, laid off just a couple of weeks before the whole coronavirus hit. And so at that point, I was really excited because I thought, wow, best economy ever, lowest rates of unemployment, I should be getting a job pretty fast. And then two weeks later, um, then everything starts shutting down and I can start seeing people getting laid off. And uh, my chances of of getting hired that fast kind of take a nosedive. And and I take uh, an emotional hit as part of that too. So as part of this whole Uh, coronavirus and COVID piece, there's probably a good bit of podpaxers who probably felt pretty secure up in the the early spring when probably a lot of companies said, listen, we'll we'll either take a slight pay cut or something like that, but we're not going to lay anybody off. And that lasted up until about here a few weeks ago. And now companies have just kind of either run their course and they've gone about as far as they can go without layoffs. And now we're seeing another round of, of layoffs, and certainly people in my own region are starting to get laid off, even if they were feeling pretty secure early in the spring. So whether you're, you've been going through it for the last few months or you're about to go through it, there are plenty of guys around us that are getting impacted by this unemployment experience, and we want to do everything we can to try and help out. So we've got some, some ideas about how we can do that, and that's pretty much the purpose of this call and in trying to go from where we were talking about in previous calls of more uh, individualized pieces of what you can do. Now we're going to talk more in terms of what you can do as a region to try and help out your, your brothers. Yeah. And I, I'm just going to, I'm going to toss in a couple comments right there. Uh, I've been doing a ton of hiring. Um, I work at Amazon now. Um, I, this was, your story was me two years ago, worked at Kellogg's, big company, had a really great plan. I was on the right retirement, 
you know, uh, Amy and I are trying to figure out how many more years I was going to work. And the next thing I know, I was unemployed, right? And so I tried to find some work. Um, and then but really what I was looking for is something like Amazon. I wanted to get back into a big company. So I've been doing a lot of recruiting, a lot of hiring events the last few weeks. And I'm going to tell uh, all the podpacksers out there, it went from, to your point, it went from in the beginning of spring, we were having a hard time even filling um, the hiring pods to now everything is very, very competitive. And the guys who are reaching out to me are very, very talented guys who are now looking for work. So guys who had very secure careers prior to COVID are, um, are now looking for work. So um, if you're unemployed, uh, I'm going to tell you, you know, stay diligent and, um, you know, keep getting after it. We're going to talk about a few things right now to help each other. But the uh, job market's competitive and that, that isn't a bad thing. I think that's a good thing for everybody when it's competitive because that means um, when they do hire you, uh, you're going to be the right. It's going to be the right fit. So I'm going to hand it back to you. Why don't you talk a little bit about? Um, you know, you can talk about the job market, but also let's start talking about postings and what what people are seeing out there right now because I know it's very fresh in your mind. Absolutely. And so one of the things that, that I want to piggyback off of your Amazon comment is, yeah, all of the, the big companies that are hiring, every time they throw out some kind of posting, it's immediately inundated with 50, 100 people for a single position. So that's pretty common right now. And that also kind of speaks to what we're looking to try and help out with in that if all you're doing is looking on the Indeeds, the career builders, the monsters for where those openings are, Typically, those only represent about 20 to 30% of the total job market out there. So that other 70 to 80% is actually found through networking for job opportunities. So it could be any range of things where some jobs aren't even posted and you are able to network into a company and they'll already have a position that they haven't posted yet, but they say that, C-SPAN, you are the right man for this job, and they basically bring that position out in order to make sure that they can get a good quality person in there. So that's one aspect. Another might be their HR or internal recruiting company just isn't that good, and so they're not doing a good job of advertising certain openings. So if you're able to find those companies that you're looking for in your area that you're looking for, then you've already drastically cut the competition in order to look for that job and then combine that with your networking skills, then that's really going to, to pay off and, and help out a bunch and in, in getting you through this unemployment experience a little bit faster. Yeah, and I um I'm gonna jump back two things I wanna I wanna point out. First of all, that ego piece of it. Um you and I have both recently been through it. Um and one of the things that I know when I was unemployed, and I actually, you threw, you know, the two jobs I found after Kellogg's um, were through F3 guys, right? Mm -hmm. So the first one I'm going to say is don't be afraid to reach out because you never know who has a connection to somebody who's looking for somebody with your skill set. So, you, get, you know, when you're, when you're looking for work, start, um, you know, start working that network. Also, uh, while you're employed, you never know what's going to happen, to your point. Um, it's not a bad idea the whole time that you are employed that you continue to build your network. And I'll, I'll share that uh, part of the reason I have my 
job today is somebody who I had actually reached out to when I was employed at Kellogg, knew what I did. They reached back out to me and connected me with another person. And so it was really this two rings away, three rings away kind of piece of how, you, how I got connected. But I, I just gonna, I'm going to share, you need to be doing all this networking while you're working. So when you do have a, a period of unemployment, you have these connections. And I'm just going to go on one quick other rant. Um, when people are here, you're out of work, they don't really know what to do or don't know what to say. One of the things you can do, and it's very, very simple, and we talked about it on one of your prior episodes, is all you got to do is go to their LinkedIn profile and endorse them for leadership. The easiest thing you can do for somebody who is in the job transition is that they see all these people from you know, different, you know, different lines of work are endorsing this person for leadership. It validates uh, what they're seeing in the job interviews. So it sounds like a very easy thing, but one of the easiest ones we can do is everybody you know, uh, that you work out with in the mornings, you know, and if you work out with the same eight guys six days a week, make sure you've endorsed them for leadership on LinkedIn. So I'm going to hand that back to you. I, I, was, I can go on a LinkedIn rant, but I'm just going to leave it there. I'll hand it back to you. I love that idea, C-SPAN. You were talking to me about that in, in our pre-calls, and I honestly hadn't even thought about that. Every time I go into somebody's profile, if I do see an opportunity to endorse somebody, then I certainly will. But having that that uh, conscious effort to find my F3 brothers and endorse them for leadership, that was fantastic. I, I really appreciate you saying that. That's going to help out a, a bunch of people. And I want to step back one more piece with where you were talking about the ego in that so often when guys get laid off, their natural inclination is to turn inward. Maybe they even stop working out or they don't tell anybody that they're looking for work. And especially now is not the time to do that. There's just so many other people that are out of work. Uh, it's not something, it's never something to be ashamed of anyway, but especially nowadays, there's just too many other people that are in that same boat with you. And by having that ability to, to share that what you're experiencing, and especially one of the things that we'll talk about a little bit later is trying to get some guys together in the same region who are also experiencing unemployment at the same time, so that they can kind of share those highs and lows that just naturally come with the job process. When, when you get a phone call for, hey, we want to set up an interview, that's a, that's a high that you love sharing. But typically when you're wanting to share that with other guys that are still employed right now, uh, that high just doesn't quite mean the same as compared to when you're talking to another guy who's experiencing unemployment. Uh, you, it's much more relatable in the same way that, when somebody calls or you get the standard email of, hey, we're no longer going forward with this position and uh, you're no longer being considered, those lows you just as easily need to talk with somebody and have somebody to commiserate with in that element as well. Because a lot of times with most uh, people who are employed, and I can even attest this for my wife, you know, for her, either you're employed or you're unemployed. Right? You can only, you're either, you either have a job or you don't have a job. And all of those pieces in between, all those highs and lows in between of, of searching and trying to make contacts and that kind of stuff is completely irrelevant to my wife. She wants to say, you've got a job, good, let's move forward with our lives again. So I certainly want you to, to feel from, that, from this piece that sharing what you're going through is absolutely critical in getting yourself in a much better place. So it's going to help keep those highs a little bit higher and 
raise up the, the lows a little bit because you're sharing that misery, much like when you're doing a, a workout or when you're doing the, the GURUK. Having that shared sense of misery brings us all together and keeps us from dropping even lower. Yeah. I need to, I need to go on one more rant. Sure. One of the ones that uh, I, I want, I think we, you and I can share because we've been through it recently. So we've got this beautiful concentra, uh, concentrica model in F3. I will tell you that we've, we we kind of line the the, the mammon or the work ring is out is pretty far out. But you and I both know it is extremely damaging to all the other rings. Like, uh, you know, when you're not supporting your M, you're not able to support your your kids uh, because you there's no money coming in. It it erodes your concentrica no matter how hard you try and focus on everybody. Um, it's different, and I you know I think we got to acknowledge it. Also, if you're in a shield lock or you're in a, a wet storm relationship and somebody's out of work, you need to understand how much more fragile they are uh, and how much it's a different kind of communication because, to your point, if everybody in the shield lock, uh, you know, a lot of times our shield locks are kind of guys in the same demographic and all of a sudden you go to having zero income, um, you know, that's, that's when your shield lock needs you the most. And, you know, I, I'll even use this kind of goofy example of, uh, your shield lock, everybody's going to the F3 tenure. Uh, one guy's now on a, out of work. Uh, the other three guys should step up and help make sure that guy gets to go, right? Because, the, you know, these are the kinds of activities where um, if you don't sh- step up and lead like, when the guy needs you the most, you're really not a shield lock. So I'm going to hand that back to you. I think maybe we should transition to You've done such a good job with your region and the regions, and now it's kind of turned into a nation thing of, um, you know, supporting each other, especially when guys are unemployed. Maybe we should take it to the, uh, take it through there. Yeah. So from a region standpoint, one of the things that I've done is one, I've stolen a lot of ideas from plenty of other people. So, for example, in the the Lake Norman region, they've got uh, a group that they keep all of their unemployed packs, and they try and have at least a weekly meeting that, to get together. The first couple of minutes are just the, the typical kind of feelings piece of what's, what's some highs, what's some lows, get some, get some guys able to, to share some feelings. But then once you do that for the first few minutes, then you start focusing on some concrete tactical things to improve for this week, whether it's starting to talk about uh, improving the look of the resume, altering something that you see on LinkedIn, uh, doing a little bit better job of networking, any of those components that make up that whole job search process that they're focusing on a little something every week. Then there's also some things that I've stolen from like Kilowatt out in Mecca where he came up with a brilliant idea of exporting out your entire LinkedIn profile uh, to make it easier to search through as opposed to searching through all the searching your LinkedIn contacts through LinkedIn because you're getting charged. They're counting the number of searches that you're doing, and at a certain point, uh, you'll stop being allowed to search for a particular month uh, until you kind of reset your quota. So those are a couple of people that, that I've certainly stolen from. And one of the things that we're working on in the, the Waxhaw SOB Area 51 region is starting to create a networking shield lock. So not to take away from your regular shield lock that you have, but creating another couple of 
pairs or triplets together that are going through this unemployment experience and allowing them to make sure that they're talking through some pieces uh, once a week and, and being willing to and have an outlet for sharing as well. So doing things like that, having a, a whole network channel where once a week everybody gets posted of who they are, what they're looking for, what industry, and starting to be more conscious about not just finding a, a job, but finding a connection. Because finding a job is, seems to be a little bit more difficult for most people. Um, other guys don't really want to contribute much unless they can say, here's a job that I can hand to you. And that's really just too much pressure on, on both parties. So I'm trying to get people to, to back up and, and really lower their expectations and just make a connection. So if I'm looking for somebody and I'm looking for a connection in software sales, then that's a much easier thing for somebody to say, well, I know a guy who sells software and I'll connect you to. That's a much easier thing to do than to be able to say, I need to find a job for, for Posse. So making these kind of connections uh, from a networking standpoint, that's going to be some other things that we're doing. And the point of those individual pieces is I'm looking to create an entire playbook of this unemployment experience so that for anybody in the region, we can reach out to me and I can just send you these one or two documents on all these different best practices that different regions have come up with so that you – all right, so one of the things that I want to make sure that we – do by taking all of those individual best practices and create an entire playbook around this so that we can have a full collection of things that individual regions have done so that when a region wants to incorporate this networking piece, this mammon piece into their own region, that they're not having to create it from scratch, that they can just go in, pull this document, and be able to pick out the ones that make sense for them and get those implemented. In addition to that, start to give me some feedback about, hey, this particular thing worked, this didn't, we tweaked this one little thing and made it even better, that's great. And so by doing that, this playbook becomes a living, breathing document that we're going to continue to use throughout the, the year and, and in beyond that. So by having this whole playbook thing, I, I believe that that's really going to accelerate how we're able to get our unemployed packs back to work uh, in a better job and do it faster. Yeah, and I'm gonna let me jump in there because a couple of things that uh, that I experienced. So, like the guy in the Ford is Rob Jordan, assassin, right? So, um, a lot of these guys. So, I, I actually think it's gonna end up kind of being like a regional role or a when you, as you build your regional group. I still think having a, and I don't know if it's a like it could be an offshoot of your second FQ. So, if you're in regional leadership, just having somebody that says, um, you know doesn't necessarily have to be your second FQ, but maybe you line up uh, an employment or a mammon queue um, underneath that person. So when people are unemployed, somebody who has the, has the skills that they can help people, uh, you know, this is the other thing is a lot of times when guys get un are unemployed, they maybe have a, um, they haven't flexed the muscle on how to actually uh, do, uh, do a job search. And so we've got to, We've got to coach them up. So you need to find guys who have some passion around that and some D2X, but they also have the skills to, to actually um, help push guys forward, especially because uh, you know, the first 
you know, week two or three or uh, sometimes longer, you're still in shock from losing your job uh, and being able to push forward from there. So I, I, love, I love what you're saying is let's, let's get the document together. Let's get the playbook together. Every region start doing it across the nation. And then um, I think part of, part of our discussion today needs to be kind of where if we build the playbook at the regional level, what's the long-term vision look like? Yeah, and before I head down that long-term vision, I want to piggyback on what you just said of finding some guys where that's their D2X. And also I want to make sure that you, if you're listening to this, you're feeling like, oh, well, if I'm the, the cue of this, that I've got to be able to know how to do everything and do everything better. I need to have the best resume and the best LinkedIn profile, and I've got to be the best at talking with recruiters. And that's not the case. The whole idea is to build a group of men that can help. So what we've got, we've got several guys that are managers, and so they see a ton of resumes. And so these, those are my guys that when someone says, I need help build, building a resume or really digging into what's wrong with my resume, I'm going to send them to these guys. There's some other ones who are more geared, they're more talkative, and they're more oriented toward interviewing. So if someone's struggling uh, from the face-to-face interviews or even Zoom interviews, I'm going to send them to these guys. So I'm more coordinating and finding individual components of that job search that I can send a specialist to. So if you've got one of those specialties, if you're above average in one of these things, then you're the kind of people that we're looking for. So I want to make sure that you're, you don't feel like you're taking all this on that you're really building a community of other brothers that are, that are helping individuals out by being able to, to farm out these individual tasks. So we do that. Um, anything about that before we talk about the long-term vision there, C-SPAN? Yeah, and I, I think the other one in the free men's workout group, we don't, we don't expect you to be an expert. We just expect you to be passionate about it, and um, everybody, you know, Everybody's got some skill in this area. You know, I, I like how you kind of divide it up. There's the resume guys. There's the interview guys. Um, I'll also share there's, there's some networking guys that can teach. You know, that was something I needed help with because, I, you know, I, I basically have had three jobs my entire adult life, and then all of a sudden I'm unemployed at 50, um, and I needed help how to, how to build a professional network, um, especially a professional network that actually could lead to contacts in the companies I needed. So... Yeah, I think you uh, you summarized that one good. So I'll I'll hand it back to you and let you run run with it from there. Exactly. All right. Thanks a bunch. So now, as we as individual regions start to do those kind of things of creating that playbook, one of the long term visions that I see coming out of this is basically building a national recruiting database. So. This is one of those big audacious goals, but I think it's completely possible in, in accomplishing where. Let's say you've got uh, a, two guys, one's an F3 guy and one is not an F3 guy, and they both have equal qualifications. If we can get an, an F3 recruiter to basically walk into a company and say, compared to these two people, would you rather have someone who's got the skill set or the same skills, but they also get up at 4.30 every morning to work out to better themselves. They are constantly trying to improve their community, their leadership-driven they're working to create more leaders inside their organization. They're constantly mentoring and, and helping other people uh, become better versions of themselves. And 
which of those two sound like a, a better fit for your company? So uh, I feel like by having a national F3 recruiter that we'd be able to put more men in better positions that are better fits for them and do it in such a way where the there's a F3 foundation part, that's the nonprofit part of the nation. So having that recruiting uh, commission come through that foundation, you'd be able to uh, make it a tax write-off for the company that's hiring that person. So that in itself is a big benefit. And then we can kind of split off that commission where one's paying for the, the recruiter themselves, but also a portion of that's going to the foundation. And another portion is going to an extremely local uh, nonprofit that's going to impact that community of where that PAX is coming from. So if if we were trying to get something for you, C-SPAN, right? So we're able to get Amazon to to pay for the commission to hire you, then a portion of that would go something into a nonprofit of the, the Philly F3 group to show that impact directly in that organization right there locally. So that we'd be able to show uh, from from a national level all the way to a hyper-local capability of how we can make an impact by them looking for more F3 and FIA people. Yeah, Did that and I, I'm going to tell you, yeah, I, I love the long-term vision. So, and I, you know, I've, I've done a ton of recruiting over my career, you know, I'm, I'm at the, you know, I'm on the backside of my career now. Uh, I would love to have found a network where I could just say, hey, I need a, I need a guy in, you know, Seattle, Washington, and a guy in Denver, Colorado, and a guy in Chicago, Illinois, and a guy in Philadelphia, and actually went to a company like up three potentially can provide and say, who do you have available in those cities, right? Um, because that the other one is this, the, the network that that creates for all of us is our barrier to entry is basically you got to be a guy who work, shows up and does the workouts. And so the barrier entry is actually very low compared to uh, if any of you've looked at what the real work, you know, these recruiting services cost, um, they're huge. I mean, huge fees. Um, both for the company and for the individuals. So I, I love this long-term vision. And, and the only way this really works is we get everybody involved at the regional levels where you're driving, you know, your five or six guys who are unemployed right now, or maybe it's more than that. Whatever that number is, you're driving and supporting those guys local and helping them find jobs. That's the only way this thing really um, gets moving. So I love it. Um, I'll hand it back to you. I think, uh, I, you know, I think this is the, the other thing. I keep talking about how we, how F3 is evolving. It's turning into all these other things. This is something I, I just love that um, we really start helping each other out, um, especially at a time when you're really at, your, at the low point for most guys is when they're unemployed. So I, I love that we're going to support each other and figure out a way to do that. So I'll hand it back to you. Yeah, I'm excited about that as well. And I guess I'll – I'll take a step back for myself and try and give a, a, a bit of a perspective and hopefully some encouragement from that is that with this whole idea, this long-term vision, I'm not an HR guy. I have no HR experience, but I've experienced enough unemployment and I've got a passion about helping other guys. When I see another man who's experienced unemployment, 
my heart just aches for them because I know what I've gone through, and I tend to want to do everything I can to help. So I'm, I know that I'm not the most qualified person to do this, and I completely acknowledge that. So if, if this message stirs up something inside you and you realize that you're the guy that needs to be doing this, then absolutely I'm more than happy to, to hand this off, and that I just happen to be the, the first guy to, to talk through that. So certainly we'll talk about contact information here in a minute, but um, if this is stirring something, then please get in contact with me. And I think this is another piece that I wanted to illustrate is that even though I'm, I don't really feel like I'm a fit for this, I don't feel like that, that I'm the best person for this, but that I've got the, the passion to do that. If there's something else inside of you that, that, you're, that you've kind of kept in the back of your mind or, or something down in your heart that you're feeling like you could get F3 to do that and you're thinking, but surely somebody else has already come up with this or, or surely somebody else is better than that than, than I am. I have those same kind of feelings and, and I'm telling you that this is your sign. This is, this is your call to get it started. It doesn't matter if you're going to be the guy to finish it. You must be the guy to start it. And there's going to be other people to come around you to help out. I've been astounded with the number of guys in, in my region who consistently come out. And when I say something crazy like this, they go, sounds good. How can I help? And they all rally around. And it's astounding and it's humbling. And it just keeps firing me up every morning to, to be able to, to know that this kind of thing is having a, an immediate impact and helping. So find that thing that's, that's going on in, in your life that something's been eating away at you for a little bit and use this as motivation to, to know that you get going. Yeah, brother. So and I, I'm just, yeah, and I'm just, I'm just going to tell you, brother, I, I'm proud of you because I think this is, to your point, I this has always been on your heart. That's why I've had you on this podcast the last few years. And I know when we talked this summer, I'm like, and you're like, well, I'm actually trying to find work for myself now. I think this is, um, you know, just a, a really powerful tool as across the nation. I want to, I want to like also emphasize, you know, Slaughter was on a few weeks ago. The nation's looking for an admin. We should be able to provide, you know, like if we talk about this database, if, you know, and, um, guys are looking for admin work or looking for part-time work. We should be able to have that listing, and, and we should know who, who is, first of all, qualified to do the work and interested in doing the work. We should be, if we have this recruiting database inside our, uh, you know, inside the nation, we wouldn't have to go outside to look for people. We could just find people inside. So, that's a great brother. Point. I love your idea. Yeah, brother, I love your idea. I want to make sure um, as we're winding up here, let's get your contact information out because I know. Um, you know, that's probably the most important thing is we probably stirred up a lot of regions and, and guys in regions, how, you know, like how do you, they take it from here. So let's, let's make sure we get all your contact information out. Sure thing. So especially for this kind of document uh, handoff, that kind of thing, the best way would be through Gmail for me. So f3posse at gmail.com. Please make sure you spell posse right, uh, P-O-S-S-E. And I'm also, I've also started up, uh, another Twitter handle called F3 Mammon, Mammon for that outside concentrica. So I try and send out something every day that's something uh, Mammon-related, work-related, whether it's a link to somebody's uh, 
got a good descriptor on how to build their LinkedIn profile or uh, a better way of networking or something like that. So if you want to start following that link, and uh, following that handle, and we'll try and have as much good content uh, coming out once a day to try and help out men that, uh, that are looking for work, or even uh, from a region standpoint. We're going to try and cover the, the entire job search experience, both for the person experiencing unemployment and those guys that are trying to support the one that's experiencing unemployment. So I look forward to, to hearing from everybody and, and really can't wait to see this thing take off. Brother, I, it is always my pleasure to talk to you, and I, uh, I love this idea, and I love where this is going. Um, also, if you're listening to this and you're a podcast and you're unemployed right now, just understand we are walking with you. We're two guys that have recently went through this, and we'll tell you that uh, you will find another job. It, even though it might not feel like you're going to, just understand uh, you will find another job. Uh, you know, perseverance goes, uh, you know, I – I joked around with my shield lock that I felt God was marinating me uh, for something, and they dropped me in a place where I'm still not sure why I'm here. But He's obviously got a plan, and I'm, you know, I'm just going to play along. So uh, have have some faith. Understand that the marinating process, um, you might not understand the entire thing, and you you might not even understand when the job offer comes through. But Lord will make it clear where He's going to put you. So um, just keep the faith. So, brother. I'm knuckle bumping you. Uh, I miss you, and I, I'm just going to tell you I love this idea. And uh, everybody else, um, thanks for being a guest on the roundtable. Everybody else, I'll talk to you next week. See you. Thanks so much, C-SPAN.